It's the Gita Interviews, the premier global IT solution podcast, where we talk to the CEOs and business leaders who are growing their companies through global partnerships. I'm your host, Emery Geositz, the executive director of the Global IT Alliance. I'm pleased to have joining me today for our GITA podcast, James Knapp. James is the managing director of Beckla UK. He's joining me today from Chippenham, England. James is also the liaison executive from Beckla to the Global IT Alliance. And most importantly, James is the co-founder of the Global IT Alliance. I had the pleasure in 2013 of forming this great organization with James, and I'm happy he's my guest today. James, how are you? Emery, great to see you. Lovely to see you. Good to see you as well. Well, let's get right into it. You know, we're coming off 2020, a crazy year, COVID and everything else. Talk to me a little bit about how your business survived during COVID. Sure. Well, you know, when, when, the, when the pandemic hit, same, same as everybody, really, we were, you know, we were hit by the same wave of, of craziness that everybody else was. And, you know, we said, well, I guess, firstly, fortunately, we're, we're in IT, so we were well set up to, to deal with it. We, we've had Agile working in place across the Beckler Group for, for quite a while now. So, you know, we were able to just pretty much pick up our laptops and, you know, and send everybody home and, and we carried on. So from that perspective, I mean, I wouldn't have liked to be in a, a position where, you know, we didn't have that in place. So I, I feel for a lot of those businesses. And obviously, we help quite a lot of those businesses out with that situation as well. And, and I think also, you know, we're very fortunate to, to be in the tech space as well, because, you know, everybody needed at that point, everybody needed us. And we were in a, a really good place to be able to, to help out. So, you know, we said the first thing which we wanted to do was was look after the people, make sure everybody was okay. So we did a huge amount around, you know, make, just making sure that the communication lines were set up. And, you know, we, we, we have a mix of WebEx and, and Teams and everybody shifted pretty quickly, you know, to the, to the best platform. And so again, we, we in, in terms of collaboration, early morning meetings, evening meetings, just looking after people and putting on events and that kind of thing. So we did what we could there. And I think that was the, the first thing which, which was the priority for us. And after that, then it was just a case of saying, do you know what? We're going to use this time well. And the priority for us was to come out stronger. And we said, you know, from, from day one, this is what we want to do. We're going to, however long this takes, we, we were told initially um, by Boris in, in the UK, at least two to three weeks, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, and obviously, you know, we, we didn't know how long it was going to go, but we said, whatever happens, we're going to come out stronger. And, you know, we continued to recruit through the, through the year across the group. You know, we, we, we had, you know, some really great support from everybody. And I think we've, we've been really fortunate to have such a, a magnificent team in, you know, what have been very tough circumstances really for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So now we're sitting here in March of 2021 and, and, are you going back to the office? Is there a plan to what's what's going to happen for the rest of twenty twenty one for you guys? Yeah, so you know, it differs across. Obviously, we're in fourteen countries across Europe, so it's a different situation in in every country, and we're handling it the right way in each country. So you know, for example, you know, we've seen different waves. So in the UK, we've been quite fortunate recently in terms of vaccine rollouts going very well, and we are we're in a good a good place in that sense but Europe's having again a tougher time of it so in Germany France things are, are getting uh, worse again so we're just we're, we're moving and mixing as as we see right and I think there's a the majority of the companies are working majority from home at the minute mm-hmm. 
So we're doing a, a hybrid mix, really. I think, you know, where people need to be in the office from a wellness perspective or just to get a change of scene where it's uh, allowed in the countries, then that's what we're doing. But, you know, we're, we're working very well and the business is running uh, very, very well it, it, with the setup that we've got. So that's great. Yeah. I saw Beckla just announced a really stellar year in 2020, despite everything else going on. You know, if you look at in the beginning of 2020, I'm sure you had a significant strategy going in, as most companies did, significant strategic uh, projects and, and offers and things like that. And every, everything seemed to get thrown out the window because people needed the laptops, people needed the equipment, which you guys are great at. So how, how do you see business strategy now post-pandemic happening, at least for 2021? Are there things that you implemented in 2020 that you see carrying in? And, and what, are you, what are you looking at from that perspective? Yeah, so it's a great question. And I think, you know, what we said in terms of we wanted to use that time well, we, we, did, we used the time extremely well in terms of enhancing the, the strategic offerings, which we've been putting together over the last couple of years. And, and that's certainly going to be a theme as we go through the rest of 2021 and, and beyond, really. So, you know, we've been working as a group on some central solutions. So, for example, we have a very unique DAS device as a service proposition, which is actually a, it's a full device uh, lifecycle management, which is uh, managed uh, centrally and incorporates all of the aspects of, of managing the device in life. And we've seen some great take up with that already in several in several countries. Um, so that's that's certainly the way we see the market moving to the to the as a service model, and we feel that we're a step ahead in in that sense. And and other uh, areas that we've been putting a lot of work into things like modern meeting solution uh, solutions. So you know people will need a hybrid environment. I think for the most part when we go back, and they will need a kind of change up in the way that they're managing uh, their meeting rooms uh, to make them uh, capable of, of having that kind of hybrid approach. And we've been putting a lot of work into those kind of solutions and and, and lots of different solutions around Azure and AWS and, and those kind of cloud offerings as well, which, you know, we obviously we've seen a huge take up in the last uh, several, you know, the last few months. Yeah, that's really interesting because I remember, we both remember a time when customers were hesitant to say, oh, I don't know about cloud, not sure if uh-huh. I want to move my stuff over. And then it's like, oh, thank God I did, right? And that's uh-huh. the that's the situation they were in. So you kind of touched a second ago about changing conference rooms and expanding their abilities to do video conference and stuff like that. That leads me to kind of what we're looking at for 2021 from a hyper growth mode, right? So in the U.S., for example, they're predicting 6.9% GDP growth next year, 4%. So huge numbers when it comes to that. And I know our industry is only as good as we can provide the product, right? That we can do that. So shortages around chips, around screens, around this kind of thing. How do you see that coming to fruition for you guys who are trying to service your end users? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I think you know, like likewise, we 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 see that there's a, a real pent up demand in terms of you know what's been held back in the lockdown. So we saw huge demand for for clients to get people up and running and headsets and all, and all that kind of thing. But some of the bigger projects, some of the bigger infrastructure projects. Have been put on hold and we're starting to see those unlock now so we feel that there's a, a huge wave of projects which will start to come through in the second half of this year and we've also seen in a really big growth in the public sector side as well so it's been a big growth engine uh, for us right across europe sure globally government has picked up the, the mm-hmm. you know the baton and ran yeah. with it in so many places 
whether they wanted to or not, they've Mm -hmm. kind of been forced into supporting their constituents. So that's huge. When you look at that, any concerns about shortages of laptops or desktops or those kind of equipment? Yeah. So I don't know if you saw the um, the announcement from Intel yesterday, where they're just about to build two massive factories in uh, Arizona. Great timing, yeah. Um, but that's going to take time to come online. Um, and until then, uh, what we're doing is we're moving away from from some kind of uh, some of the build to order uh, type work that we do for customers because those orders are typically taking longer. So we we're moving to off the shelf stock, and we're working re- really very closely with all of the uh, the vendors to make sure that we have access to all of the stock. We're buying the stock when when we can to 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 secure it. And yeah, we we clearly everybody's feeling that you know we're. We're selling a lot upfront, and customers want a lot, but there's definitely an impact from from those shortages. Yeah, in the very short term, at least, you know, we see that hopefully starting to ease into the summer. But I think it's important to recognise as well that the the IT industry isn't the only industry which is affected by this, and you know, the automobile industry. You know, there's plenty of in, big industries out there which uh, which are affected for, for, by this chip shortage. So. For sure. For sure. Of course, the only industry we care about is the IT industry. So James, you know, one thing I know about you is your management style gets people uh, to become very loyal to you and Beckla. You have a, a great team there that feels like a family. Every time I've had the pleasure of showing up, it, it, they welcome you into the family with open arms and it's great. In that vein, what, what are you most proud of about the way your team performed in 2020 and, and how you see that going into next year as well? Yeah, I think we handled the, the pandemic as well as we could do. I, I think it's it's really important to to think about this sometimes and reflect and say, do you know what? Um, none of us have ever, to my mind, to my knowledge, dealt with a pandemic before um, sure. or, or something of this magnitude. You know, we had you know back in in our lifetime because we're a little bit older now than us. Careful, careful. We, you know, we've been through the 9-11 thing and, you know, everything was going to collapse and nothing. We've been through the dot-com boom and, and all that stuff. But this is really different. And I think I think the impact that it's had on, on people's overall lives, not just their working lives and this, you know, having to work from, from home and getting used to that. And then you know, it's clearly had an impact on people as well, you know, from a social perspective. I think initially people were a bit scared, then it was okay. And they started, you know, quite enjoying the, the whole kind of remote working thing. But I think what we've seen is then a, a bit of a, a shift again, where people are saying, actually, do you know what, I'm really starting to miss the, the interaction with my colleagues, the social aspects of, of when I go to work. And so I think it's going to be important to find the, the right blend of, of hybrid as we go back. And also to have the right environments for people to come back into. And, you know, as a, as a group, the Beckler group has been very good in terms of creating a kind of, for want of a better phrase, probably a, like a living space as opposed to an office. And working on that, again, over the last year to make sure that when people come back in, that it's going to be a really nice space to come into because obviously they used to being in their houses. So, yeah, yeah. Nice is their house if not nicer. And, you know, in the UK, we've got a brand new office. I know in France, they're looking at offices. In Germany, they've got new offices and, and refurbing and, and many other countries as well, because I think that's going to be important. And we have to look after people. It has to be uh, exciting for people to come back in. And I, and I think it will be. We're a community business. Yeah. from seeing each other and being with each other. And I think that won't go away. So there are some tasks can be done efficiently, I'm sure, from, from home. And, you know, we've proven that and, and everybody's rallied around to, to make it happen, I think uh, the sooner we can get back in and, and be around each other, it's going to help as well. You know? 
Yeah, for sure. I think also we need branded sweatpants, so Beckless sweatpants and, and things like that for everyone. I was talking to a colleague yesterday and I have only known them through the pandemic, so I've never met them in person and I questioned uh, whether or not they had legs. I was like, you know, I've only seen you from the, the waist up this whole time, so. Yeah, I think we're going to digress, Emery. We could digress. We are, we are. Let me come back to uh, to the important things. You know, what brought you and I together, James, so many years ago is this alliance, the fantastic Global IT Alliance. So. I want to hit on that a little bit in that, you know, how has the Alliance helped not only through the pandemic, but just with your overall global customers? How do you see and how do you see it going in our future? Yeah, I mean, it was a great time, I think, probably six, seven years ago now when you know we got together and we said, we've got these customers, they want to be served in different countries. We're not locally present in those countries. What can we do? And, and we formed the, the Alliance and we had the great time where we... We went and, and talked to all of the different partners and said, look, we're forming this and, and the biggest partners in, in the globe in terms of the, the resellers uh, that are on board. And that was fun. And it wasn't only fun. It's now turned into something where actually it's helping on a daily basis. So I think it's unique. It allows us to serve customers in a, a trusted way in other parts of the globe. And you know, we've we found that time and time where now we can we can offer something maybe in India or in Australia, and we work in collaboration together to make sure that customers are, are able to be uh, supplied and served in a, in a consistent and a, a kind of friendly and an efficient way. And it's working very, very well. And, and actually, do you know what? We're starting to get more and more demand for, for this and, and the rollout of, of the affiliated services to go with the, the solutions packages which we're offering. So it's, it's very exciting. Very exciting. For sure. For sure. We've coined uh, the Jita Mojo phrase within the Alliance. And just the other day, I was on the phone with a very large global customer who, who recognized that not only are we bringing the power of the top resellers around the world, but we're also bringing the power of their relationships with the vendor community, their relationships with Dell, Apple, Lenovo, Cisco, HP, et cetera, which really brings together a truly powerful offering. So the fact that we could coordinate all that for the customer with the customer kind of just re reaping all the rewards of that coordination ha has been has been very key. I've talked to other partners who see the same value and customers who see the same value. So it's been it's been great from that perspective. Your global customers today dealing with their own pandemic situation and things like that. Has that changed your go to market strategy at all? When you're pitching to them, you mentioned earlier DAS, but I'm just wondering from a global perspective, how you're approaching those customers today to say Jita is the answer. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it, I think where we've got customers who are who are global, then, you know, it's absolutely uh, the right thing to be to be doing to, to talk about the network. And especially as we as we expand and, you know, we're adding partners to the network to, to get more coverage around the globe. And I think it gets even more compelling for our customers. And yeah. The, the DAS side is is one thing. Clearly, we already talked about the the move to cloud, and I think people are looking: is it right to be on prem or in the cloud? And all of our partners around the globe have the capability to have those uh, discussions. That you know, there's there's the consulting arms to those partners, and also the supply and and the service arms. So I think we're extremely well positioned to to cope with what's coming up. A lot of customers looking and saying, hey, what have I put in the cloud? What can I take back from the cloud now? Because actually, you know, some of this is really expensive and I think I can manage it better on-prem. So, you know, people are looking at 
to move towards more of a kind of assured outcome, I think. And, you know, that's what we're working on together with, with the with the other Global Alliance partners as well. So, and, and I think, you know, just reflecting around the, the partner side of it, it's not just the ability to supply, is it? I mean, you and I, we, we enjoy the, you know, sharing the ideas around what's going on in the technology space, what are the trends that we're seeing, learning from each other's structures and, and that kind of thing. And I think so there's a lot more value to the alliance than just the customer piece. Yeah, for sure. And you hit on a great piece that I, I often think about secondarily, which should be more top of mind, is the ability to provide services. You know, there have been probably in the past 48 hours, two significant hacks, one of them by a manufacturer, another one by a customer. And the fact that we are on the ground in all these countries and can show up in the door of the, the customer and work with them on a, a global cybersecurity strategy and a global DAS strategy, et cetera. I agree with you that that's significant. So James, as we wrap up here, I have a, I have a question for you that, you know, I'm really looking for your personal perspective on this because we've been through, like you said, a, an unprecedented pandemic. I was just at the grocery store yesterday and still marveled at the fact that everyone's walking around masks on and, and everything else, never expecting anything like this. And so as you look at it, what, what personally are you looking most forward to once the world opens up again? What, what, what is on the top of your list to, to be able to do again? Mm -hmm. Is this the friendly question? This is the friendly question. We always have to have a friendly question. <laughs> well, you know, apart from walking around a supermarket without a mask, which would be quite handy. You know, I, I love sports. So I, I'm, you know, they've closed all the tennis courts down in the UK and I'm sure many other places. And I'm looking forward to getting about, back out on the court. And you know, that's, that's a big passion of mine and, and keeping trying to keep it. Uh, and, and also, you know, I like going to the old concert and things like that. Mm -hmm some specific artists that I'd like to go and go and see. And, you know, just the travel, I think we all miss the travel. So I, I certainly, I think everybody, everybody's going to want to get out on, on holiday, but, you know, we get a lot from those, from those meetups and, you know, especially with the other GTA partners, why not? That's definitely something that I'm looking forward to, but think about actually some of the efficiencies which have come out of all this. That's been an important part as well. I don't think that will be lost when we, when we go back. So I think some things will be done still you know via the video and, and other things who will be saying actually do you know what we need to meet up we're going to get a lot of value out of meeting up and i think it's going to be just working out sure you know i noticed in your what you're looking most forward to you didn't mention hugging me but that's okay i'll just put it on my list of of the thing i'm looking most forward to yeah. you're the devil <laughs> what about you Emery? what are you looking forward to oh huh? goodness just you know exactly what you said the, the zoom is great it's convenient. It's wonderful. But truly, there's nothing better than being face to face with someone and, and having that interaction. And I would say, you know, with customers as well as our partners in the alliance and you and I have known each other for years. So just friends, right? Getting getting together with friends again, whether it's in your own country or globally, it's just it's uh, it's a big deal. And it's what keeps us together. Well, James, um, thank you so much for joining me today. This was fantastic. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a wonderful evening there in Chippenham, and uh, we'll talk soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the GEDA interviews. To find out more about the Global IT Alliance, please visit www.geda.com or follow us for more great interviews.